0: Hello, welcome to the Bourbon Boys. I'm joined uh, by Ty this week from CH Distillery uh, slash Jepson's Malort. What's up, Ty? How's it going? Thanks for having me. Uh, Thanks for coming on. I actually came down here, got invited to do a pick this week, Uh, help a store do a pick, so I thought, why not? Just double dip while I'm down here. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about how CH Distillery became what they are now? so
1: c h started in twenty thirteen uh Tremaine Atkinson is the founder um and he he was in a whole different business and wanted to do something else and uh at the time he was brewing beer and at uh i think in twenty thirteen the market was pretty saturated still so, is. yeah <laughs> still still is um and vodka was his spirit of choice. He was pretty passionate about it. So yeah, he got into vodka distilling. Um, And in 2015, uh, one of my buddies, Kevin McDonald, uh, was the production manager. He helped Tremaine start everything and uh, get all the equipment and whatnot. Uh, And a spot opened up and I asked Kevin to get me on the team. Um, and prior to that, I wanted to just get into the brewing industry or the alcohol industry, um, because I like the fellowship that comes along with it. I like getting to meet new people. Uh, I met you through, uh, Barrel Pick yeah. two years ago at this point or a year yeah. and a half
0: ago? Two years.
1: Um, so yeah, I just, I, I like everything that comes along with it. Um, so yeah, I wanted to brew beer. Uh, loved, taught myself how to, quote-unquote brew um, in my backyard. I wasn't very good at it, as I'm told now. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Spot opened up in 2015, and I took it. What was the
0: job at that time?
1: Do everything. And we still kind of do. Bitch boy? Yeah, (laughs) kind of. I bottled by myself on the bottling line for a couple years. Um, And then you kind of just pick up things along the way. I am how many six years later? I'm heading up the bourbon program. So, it's quite a rise. Yeah, to fa- it's, it's a fame.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's been a long journey. Speaking of that barrel pick, was that house in West Virginia haunted or not? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was a creepy place. <laughs> that, that was a really creepy place. I thought Alex yes. was just being a bitch. No,
1: no, there's something about that house. Everything was like a very old and yeah, it was
0: creepy. I slept there for two nights. Nobody messed with me. Maybe I'm <laughs> ghosts are scared of me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, inside joke. The people are going to love that. So, since you started here, since you started doing what, what made you all want to start doing the single barrel program, or or even start with bourbon? Because you started out mostly with with vodka, and then you purchased the Jepson brand, which mm-hmm. was. Malort, can you tell for people that aren't from Chicago, can you tell people what malort is other than disgusting?
1: Uh so malort <laughs> is uh historic Chicago liqueur that uh was made pre-prohibition, sold, sold during prohibition as medicine because who would drink it? Um fast forward a few years and it was contract distilled in Florida and when we had Ch, we just wanted to bring it back home and make it here, not
0: necessarily purchase it. Um, it feels like a whisk or a, a brand that should be made in Florida.
1: Yeah, I, yes, <laughs> yeah. They picked way before Florida Man was a thing. They they chose correctly, um, definitely. So,
0: how's it made? Um, wormwood. What um, is wormwood? Is that a, sp- a spice, right? It's, or a a
1: wormwood is a? It looks like a herb? tall tall weed. Honestly. <laughs> Uh, it's like Nothing big, sounds more bitter, delicious than we make it with a weed. Totally, <laughs> it's like a bitter tall weed. Um, and yeah, alcohol. Um, and a few, couple other things. Um, but yeah, it's not a whole lot to it, honestly. Um, but it's yeah. sort of a
0: Chicago tradition. Mm-hmm. Uh, to to taste the malort. And I yeah. tasted it last time I was here. I was glad I will not be doing that this time.
1: Yeah, we'll bust them out for the group. Yeah, but yeah for the yeah, people you that haven't have tried it take before. Any. Yeah,
0: they don't want to. For the people that want to ruin their palate for the day. Try yeah, the. that's
1: definitely an end of day
0: shot. <laughs> <laughs> so wreck. Yeah, what made y'all decide to start doing the bourbon?
1: So when I started back in 2015, we did have 10, maybe ten barrels. Not a whole lot, honestly, from MGP. Um and we we made a CH bourbon because the bartenders at the time, uh, they just wanted a bourbon behind the bar, and were a tasting room, so we could only p- produce or serve what we produce. Um, so we essentially just made it for behind the bars CH bourbon. It was, oh, was it like a two year MGP blend? Um, and after we acquired Jepson's 4 years ago um someone just brought up the idea of oh you should make a Jepson's bourbon um because we had barrels at the time and that was it we after that idea came up and we decided to do it i was given the opportunity and i kind of yeah you know, went for it um Because I blended the CH bourbon and it was just a a completely different process, Um, and I wanted to take a little more time and care in the Jepson's process, Jepson's brand, Jepson's bourbon. Um, So yeah, that it's been going
0: well. So did you buy? Did they? Did you all buy new make barrels at that point, or had he already bought a bunch at that time? We I think we bought they were four
1: years, and then by the time we dumped them um, there were five and some six
0: so 2 years yeah. ago they bought yeah. a 4 year old bourbon I yeah guess. we
1: had a little yeah two and four year before that i think and that's i think those are the barrels that you chose from some of those original yeah. barrels yeah
0: that barrel 53 man yeah that was good you can't go wrong that with barrel good. 53 uh so since you do work you work with both M- MGP and dickel correct mhm um what's your favorite
1: MGP. Okay, that's a yeah, kind of not universal, I'll say, but it, it is the general. From what I gather from everyone I drink with, MGP is the sought after,
0: and that's your profile too. moreover than the, I would say so. I I prefer
1: a higher rye, um, but yeah, I I like the MGP
0: less. Oak, I like oak, but not oak bombs. Yeah. Yeah. What's the age on the uh, uh, tickle stuff? You have same thing. Six as well. Yeah. Six. Yep. Interesting. So, are there is there anything that you've before you took the job you wouldn't have expected? That's been sort of something that's anything in a pro in the process or people coming in or anything you wouldn't have expected when you took the first when you took the job. Uh, I didn't think I'd be dealing with
1: bourbon at all. Um, that was a huge surprise. Uh, a very pleasant one because it's something that I'm actually more passionate about. Um, I like alcohol in general, but there's only so much that you can do with vodkas and gins and whatnot. Flavoring or, them. Yeah. It, and then with bourbons, it's a constant blending process with new batches or these single barrels all have their own unique character, and that's I really enjoy that about bourbon as a whole.
0: Has there been anything since you took the bourbon position that's something you didn't expect to happen or something that stood out? Uh, Not
1: really. I guess now it it the single barrels have taken off a lot since you and amon and some other bigger names in the bourbon community have picked um so yeah maybe i didn't expect that to take off so quickly in the past year um but it's good i i think it's helping our growth uh for our General sales of the Jepsons line, because um, it bring, it you guys in the bourbon community or all these bourbon groups bring eyes that maybe wouldn't normally take a look at
0: our <laughs> Jepsons brand. If I'm being honest, um, well, since you're a local brand for the most part, right, I mean, right. Basically, you're distributed here in, in Illinois and Wisconsin.
1: We we're in a few, we're in a bunch of different states, but it in the further states, it's just a little more... Uh, in in select markets, it's not as widely available as it is in the Midwest, say.
0: So, uh, getting a little bit more into your bourbon history, um, when did you... What was the first bourbon you ever had? I normally ask these questions the first of the podcast. I forgot. Oh, geez. First... <laughs> Or Whiskey doesn't have any bourbon. Uh,
1: first, whiskey, well, we'll say Jack Daniels. Um, that that started back in high school, yeah. Uh, and that love carried on for uh, many years. Uh, until I, f- uh, I guess, started drinking bur- quote unquote bourbon, better bourbon. Um, better, <laughs> yeah. I've got a soft spot in my heart for Jack. Who doesn't? Um, and oh, what they're coming out with now are, yeah, insane um but uh, Buff- buffalo trace probably was one of my first um wait no what what is that uh I forget I forgot what it's called it's not not that good but yeah let's say buffalo trace <laughs> buffalo trace and eagle rare um and it was i guess what drew me to bourbon from Tennessee whiskey Jack Daniels um was the sweetness I think I liked the corn sweetness a little more, and it it was a little smoother than uh Jack at the time um and then yeah once once I get into something, I kind of dive into it, so I explored more and more and drank more and more um and yeah, that was.
0: I don't even know how long ago now. So Tennessee whiskey is bourbon, though, right? Right, right. right
1: <laughs> I, I, yes, yes. I just... I know. For the people that... I yeah. just like to
0: ruffle a few feathers, whoever yeah. wants to get pissy <laughs> about that.
1: No, it yeah, it is. It's, they just <laughs> use the the filtering method, so, yeah.
0: Whatever. Lincoln County Road uh, or whatever it's called.
1: That's pretty fascinating, too, but...
0: Yeah. Yeah, we went down there to pick with Amon, and they were kept trying to get us to go through the... Come on, do a tour. I was like, no, I've seen enough tours. I don't need to see this tour. I know you got a little fountain down there where you get your water out of. That's cool and all, but. That would be kind of cool. Jack Daniels would be kind of cool, I feel like. The dude Goose who did did the ride with us. I don't know if you heard him before or not. Uh Uh-uh. Big, giant, old, backwoods Tennessee dude. He was wearing overalls. I mean, if he, was, if he wasn't 350 or 400 pounds, he wasn't a pound. <laughs> they had a special chair made for him out of bourbon barrels. So he works there? He's like the ambassador oh, okay. guy. Um, oh, he, he ran us through the rye pick. And then the uh, the master distiller, the lady distiller, uh, ran us through the, the bourbons.
1: Nice. So you guys did one
0: a, a single barrel pick of each? Two bourbons and one rye, actually. And foolproof? The the bourbons are foolproof. They proof down the rye, which is silly.
1: I don't, why do they do? That? I don't
0: know. Same reason why Clyde Mays does it. Why do you proof down? We ask. We did a pick with them where we were tasting with them on the other day, and we asked the, the Clyde Mays guys, "Why do you? Why do you proof down? Uh-huh. Why not just do it at barrel proof?" They don't know.
1: Uh, a Few uh, more bottles. Some yes. Some reasons yeah. maybe. Yeah. Financial. You, you, Your yield, you get a lot more. And then labels being made up, um, if you don't want to get custom labels made up every time, or if you don't want to handwrite the proofs on every label if you didn't get custom labels made. Um,
0: Yeah, I mean, there are a few reasons, I guess, but. I think what you make up, what you gain in those few bottles per barrel, you're losing in the. Bourbon aficionados, it might have picked a barrel.
1: I would agree. I would agree because we would
0: have taken one that day, but it was proofed down, so it was. Yeah, that's um. You got me, Dan and West. There, it's like one hundred two oh. proof ain't gonna. Yeah, ain't gonna cut it for us.
1: And that's the thing, I guess that in my position that I'm in now, I I like the fact that I was a consumer first, um, and I kind of. I don't get free reign, but I, they allow me to run the single barrel program kind of how I want. And I would rather just give you guys what you want. If you want it cut down, I'll cut it down for you. But if you want it full proof, I, I want that for you too. Cause I want to try it. Um, and it's not for us, it's not difficult to do what you want because we're at such a small scale too.
0: It might have been interesting to see what that mythical barrel would have came out at if you'd we'd have lowered it to like one twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't do that. You slip ice cube in that thing and it opens up just like a bloom of a flower. I could see.
1: Yeah, yeah. That barrel had a ton of character. But that's the cool thing too. That's why I like foolproof barrels is. The people that know, and I guess that there's also just a lack of education across the board in terms of bourbon or whiskey drinkers. If you get a high proof bourbon with some simple calculations and an eyedropper full of water, you can proof it down yourself to the exact proof that you want and play, with, play around with that. Um, and if you really want to get scientific about it, you could get that same proof every single time. Um, so with these full proof bourbons, you just get you get more options to play around with. Um, at a forty five proof bourbon, you put an ice cube in that, and it's water. Yeah, it's at basically this a... point. Um,
0: my aunt likes to have a a glass with a shot of bourbon in it, and the rest of it filled with water. I'm like, that is gross. <laughs> You've ruined oh every aspect goodness. of. That's why whenever I go home with my, my parents' house, I take a cheap bottle of whiskey <laughs> yeah, to my dad. I'm absolutely. like, here you go, dad. This one's for you and Aunt betsy when she comes over so it's like a vodka soda but just
1: with or like a whiskey soda but just with water water yeah
0: whoa yeah oh ladies so my other question i normally ask is what's the best whiskey you've ever had um
1: so i yeah i just answered this question the other day Uh, and it's a i kind of don't like this answer but i it's just the truth uh, I bought an ounce of an old Rip 10 from the 60s. Ooh. Um, a guy in a group was just very generous and split the bottle a 10 or 11 ways and sold them at his cost. So it was a little pricey, but it, it was awesome. It was fantastic. That was Stitzel, um, right? Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I, I'm not just saying that because it was a dusty of an old rip. It was actually
0: fantastic. Well, Stitzel, if you get it at that ah. little bit higher proof point, it's it's really good. The lower mm. proof point is just like candy water.
1: Right, right. I, it's funny that you just say that. I went to a there's a restaurant here in Uptown in Chicago, um, and they had an old Fitz 1970 old Fitz at 84 proof or so, 80, yes, 80 something. Um, but they are selling it for 20 bucks a pour and it was sweet water. It was good. It yeah. was, I would definitely pay that again. Um, but yeah, it was just like sweet water, not a ton, ton of character.
0: That's an interesting. It's a good price so it's an interesting pour for somebody to 100%, have yeah. it doesn't normally get that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't normally get that stuff but I've had plenty of stuff. Yeah,
1: you've been able to try, try through some older stuff, though.
0: So has there been any, like, crazy groups that have come in here and done picks that you have any story you can share mm. other than Amon and me?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, in terms of uh, the people uh, Quantity of barrels, it's Amon. Yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> um, no, not really. Uh, what's cool is seeing... Are hearing about groups that I've heard about that want to come in now. Um, like, well, you being one of them, it was pretty cool. And I'm um, coming in. Um, but there's, yeah, all these stores that you hear about are like, oh, these, those are whiskey stores. And now they're interested. Um, no real crazy stories. I, we all, some people get a little, tipsy during uh during these tastings (laughs) but yeah nothing nothing too crazy thankfully uh you are a little bit
0: different since you're in chicago most people that have picked here so probably are pretty close to here yeah so it's not like a day trip with the boys to get wasted and go to the pick right 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 which is what they do a lot of the bigger the, the larger format distilleries probably have that a lot more often
1: yeah that's well that was the cool or that's what they were saying at uh, Smooth Ambler when we went down. They're like, oh, nor- if it weren't COVID times, normally we would go out and yeah have a big bonfire and whatnot. I'm like, man, I wish I could do that. <laughs> normally we just go out to lunch or something. So, yeah, it doesn't get too crazy
0: here. That was the most drama-filled pick I've ever had at Smooth Ambler before. Really? Why why is that? With Alex's mom demanding more barrels. that's right. She wanted this run of barrels and this run of barrels, and they were finally. like, we're not bringing no more barrels. This is it.
1: That's right. And then
0: Bill Fullerton in there macking that dude that came from uh, Alaska out of that barrel he wanted. Oh my gosh, yeah, that is right. <laughs> I, yeah,
1: I guess at that time I just yeah sat back and watched, but yeah. now it's all coming back. I was
0: right in the middle of it, so I was watching it all go down. <laughs> I was like, do you just let that guy take that barrel from me? And I was like, no. Oh. Yeah, that's kind of dirty. Yeah,
1: But it, what was cool about that trip is I learned a lot about how to run a single barrel pick, I guess. Um, so, yeah, before... Smooth Ambler, I was taking the bungs out of all these barrels to pull samples and it would take hours to yeah. pull five samples. I'm like, you could just drill in the side and that has made things so much easier. Plus and you gotta
0: know who you're dealing with when they come in here for your picks. Right. Because right. some people get what they get and or if you're Benny's, you just take everything that's on the table and walk out. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Bigger stores, yeah, will pull quantity. Um, I they have quality barrels
0: too, but of course they'll, they'll, there's they'll, no terrible barrels in this brick house. Eight of them, except for the Dickel barrels.
1: <laughs> Somewhat, those Dickel single barrels are good. Um, some of them, some of them.
0: Those who didn't see it, Ty had a big grin on his face when he. No, he didn't. <laughs> <just joking. laughs> He's not gonna down Dickel like that.
1: No, that I. It's not my preference, but some of those single barrels
0: are pretty solid. So, other than our barrel, what's the best barrel that's ever come out of here? And I was just not ask you that. I already know um, ours is the best. My favorites?
1: Yeah, prob- probably. That X23. Y- yours that, and
0: Amon. That X23 yeah. you rolled out that I was choosing between for uh-huh. the Mythical. Probably the two best barrels I've tried from here. and That went to Amon, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those
1: barrels. Because he picked a lot of short barrels too. Yeah, and those were awesome. Um, he let
0: me have one bottle of each of those short barrels. There, there was
1: one that one barrel that one bottle made one bottle. Yeah, and it was it had a lot of char in there. I bet. Um, it was like a bourbon thirty barrel. Yeah, I man, I wish I grabbed some of those. I didn't.
0: At, at all, because
1: there were so few bottles. Yeah.
0: I think he still got a bunch of them there. In his he office? Did, he never, I need to visit up there. He never put them out for sale. He just sent them back there and just sort of sold them to whoever knew they were there.
1: Oh, and, yeah, I believe that. I, <laughs> I believe and I appreciate that, that too. Because, I, I mean, if uh, if you guys made a big, not stink, but blew these bottles up, like who says that they're not going to just send mules to grab all these bottles yeah. and then do whatever they want with them like if you know about them then yes you deserve to go get one um uh, not that everyone doesn't deserve to get one but just those that uh that appreciate it a little more know what he has yeah should should be able to get one
0: almond does a good job picking barrels that's for sure 100 percent. if yeah. he can only get rid of west he'd be a lot better off <laughs> <laughs> he brings character yeah he definitely brings character all right we're closing in on 30 minutes uh is there anything you anything you want to say you got any questions for me uh no i
1: I appreciate you coming down and having me on uh i'm glad we met each other two years ago now yeah yeah, yeah. that was a fun it's trip been, it's been cool even though
0: there were ghosts and fights yeah <laughs> <laughs> and Alex's mom. I,
1: I didn't see either of those. Yeah, just, <laughs> you never saw a ghost.
0: You just felt it. Yeah, I felt something in that house. Do you all do tours or anything? You don't do tours.
1: uh, Not for public, but if yeah, if you come in, we do tours at our bar. We have a bar at uh, Randolph and Clinton by Ogilvy uh, in the West Loop. Um, but, yeah, for groups that come in and do picks, we'll show them around anytime and whatnot.
0: Are you all making your own whiskey now, or are you just going to keep doing No. Just source it. And nope, that's it. Keep sourcing. Okay. Um,
1: yeah, it's one of those things when if you know you can't do it well, then <laughs> get it from those who can. Have you bought more barrels from
0: MVP? Yeah, new make. Yeah, or we have aged? we
1: have some new makes and we bought some two years. Um, we just take them kind of as they are offered, are available. Yeah, and it's do you not buy directly from MVP or from a broker? No, through a broker through a broker okay yeah. interesting
0: yeah. I know the MGP is sort of dried up on the broker side even
1: yeah I saw they just they invested a bunch of money in expa- into expanding
0: <laughs> that's just what they needed was to expand and there's there's so much demand out there now it's crazy yeah. but at the same time at some point demand has to supply has to catch up right. demand they keep expanding right alright well we'll we'll cut it off here I appreciate you coming on yeah, thank you. And until next time, enjoy your pores and enjoy your family.